This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network. My name is Keen, and me and my grand love to and I'm James. Top five, feeling alive. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Sissy That Pod, the RuPaul Drag Race Reaction Podcast. And I actually feel sick at this week's episode because I just feel so unjustice has has is rife. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, absolutely. Not since the Birmingham Six has there been a miscarriage of justice <laughs> to this extent. Just can't go I actually don't. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I don't even know what. Uh, Oh, yeah, the Chicago 7. I don't know, the New York 8. I can't remember. Uh, anyway, it's up there. It's up there with the top scandals. Um, no, absolutely. I, I was thrown completely and I'm entirely caught off guard mm. by the results of today's episode. Yeah, absolutely. Just was like, sorry, what? Ellie, Ellie Diamond is safe? Yeah, it's a weird one. Mm. But we have a fantastic guest Alison Spittle she's been on the show plenty of times if you're unfamiliar with her work she's a stand-up comedian and you know excelling podcaster now as well so Mm -hmm. she spills the tea on that running order beef she critiques the queens and their comedy to stand up and she shares her thoughts on this week's looks so let's not beat around the bush let's get into it welcome to the podcast Alison Spittle Alison, thank you so much for coming back on the show. A wonderful episode for you to be on because of the drama around the stand-up. And I have to say, I'm feeling sick with injustice around the elimination. I'm feeling I'm feeling a lot like... Um, I feel like I've seen a chipper fight and it got more violent than I had anticipated it. And like before it was entertaining <laughs> and now I feel just slightly sad. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You've woken up the morning after and on reflection, you're like, I probably should have stepped in. On reflection, I'm like, that person definitely had a grievous injury and I should have, you know, I should have stepped in, yeah. Um. yeah so, perhaps yeah, calling was... the guards instead of live streaming. Who knows? <laughs> Absolutely. How have you been enjoying the series overall, Anna, before we get into this episode? I love Has it. Has it been giving you the life you need in lockdown? Yeah, I love it. I'm kind of, um, I'm sad it's on at the same time as the US uh, drag race. Because mm. uh, it is yeah. hard not to compare it the whole time, especially when it's on the same, um, this, you know, on at the same time. Um, I'm loving it. I just love the British one anyway. I, I kind of used to watch RuPaul's Drag Race in America and go, oh, wouldn't it be great if they mentioned EastEnders once? And we're getting it with this one. You yeah. know, it's just, yeah, it's just exactly. brilliant. Comparing it to the first series of Drag Race, I'm not sure yet. I need you need to give it like a few months away and kind of like think about the queens because mm. it was so strong last year and it's so strong this year. And like I live in the UK now, and um, I know I know going to a few drag shows, they've got so many series worth of great drag queens. Like it's mm-hmm. it's so exciting, you know. Uh, yeah. 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 Uh, so this, the start of this episode is Ellie Diamond looking for that approval again from the other queens. Mm. Like she's really poke, she's really poking the bear, being like, "Do you approve of me now? Do you think I would have been top five? Do you think I'm gonna make the top four? When uh, just you know, just be happy and content with your own performance, surely. Well, she knows. I I think deep down, I thought Ellie was gonna go um, this this episode. I I do think she's on a level with Tace, although mm-hmm. Tace just gives the best uh talking head. 
like just yeah. incredible mm. talking heads that I I I uh, I know we don't want to skip to the end but like I was kind of relieved because I'm thinking of like the product you see the thing about RuPaul's Drag Race as well it's a TV program more so than a competition and it's not fair yeah and for me as a viewer I just want to keep the most entertaining people in because yeah. look mm. would I watch would I watch a season of Aquarius like 10 Aquarius no I wouldn't no. yes she's brilliant you know like but that's not yeah. what I watch RuPaul for I watch I watch mm. RuPaul for the for the entertainment value and Ellie's not given that but Ellie Ellie's a young one I I, I feel like of course she'd be looking for um their approval um and also like I have to say lads um the RuPaul badges it's like Bitcoin like it's actually not that valuable, and you need to stop putting value on it. But it, stop it actually creates a really fun narrative that we don't have as much in the US, where it's like, well, I've got my badges. How many badges do you have? Well, I've got three. It's like, yeah, there's actually more of them to flaunt around that people can rub in their face, That's and they true. are brutal with yeah. them. That's true. In the US, they would be like, oh, I've got a cruise with Chuck and Al Travel or whatever. Like, oh, <laughs> I've got $5,000 worth of material for material. Yeah. <laughs> I've got a year's supply of glasses. Yes. Uh, no, I do think that Ellie is, like, Ellie's very young and obviously has grown up on RuPaul. And you can see, like, she knows all that. Like, even when you get into this whole thing with, like, being shady in the way she lines up the, the, the people in it, she plays into exactly, like, this is what you do when you go and drag race. Yeah. Rue is going to like this like she plays into that I, I've said this before about her I think that once she has a bit more time to mature she's going to be like a brilliant queen she'll find her own mm. voice and her own she won't be relying so heavily on the kind of RuPaul dragisms and she'll mm. be unstoppable because she's already like makeup costume hair she is funny she has capacity yeah. to so she has everything she just needs a bit more time I think to to maybe develop her own persona yeah yeah totally i Oh, uh, come here though. Like, I want to get into the chat about the lineup. Uh, like, <laughs> yes, yeah. yeah, let's get into that now. You mean because we're not going to talk for the like, mask for mask weird mini challenge? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was going to be good, fun name, but actually it was a dud. <laughs> I, my only note was. Ellie looks like Helena Bonham Carter. That was the only <laughs> thing I noticed. Oh, yeah. I have some notes on that as well. Taste for me uh, as Mask for Mask was really uh, giving me very Thundercat vibes. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah oh, that like... guy from The Darkness. I couldn't think of his name. It was very oh. that kind of... Oh, Justin Hawkins. Justin yeah. Hawkins. It's very funny about Justin Hawkins. Uh, I don't fancy him generally, but he did The Masked Singer last year as a chameleon. And I was like, I'd fuck that. But I wouldn't fuck Justin Hawkins. <laughs> <laughs> You can keep your mask on. Yes. <laughs> I mean, I really have to like get to grips with myself and what my heterosexual weirdness is with chameleons, but like whatever. They just blend right in. <laughs> That's the, like chameleons are like the ultimate cooks of the animal world, aren't they? Just yeah. like in the court. <laughs> <laughs> whatever you want <laughs> um, I thought that that Lawrence Cheney looked kind of like Johnny Vegas and Benidorm like <laughs> yes. sort of seeing that like the anytime they got like them. dressed up to go anywhere I was like yeah that's kind of what I see with the big shoulder pads as well I was, I, yeah I think uh, I Lawrence really struggled favorite, to though. find the most butch of the all though there was a really poor butch no you know, they were not given butch energy it was uh, no. yeah it was it was it was, it was grand 
to watch. I, I don't think Eddie Diamond won that. I don't think anyone won that task. I think the producers knew what they were going to do. Um, yeah. You know, yeah, that's true. so that's like whatever, whatever to give Ellie Diamond the 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 win to to make her do. She, I think she'd be the only one that would do something interesting with the lineup as well. So I, I'm sad with the result yeah. that we have, but I'm glad that she got it in a way that you could watch it. You know? Yeah. So like, so the lineup, yes. right? It is, it is the perfect lineup to sabotage everybody mm-hmm. else. What I don't understand is she didn't seem to really own it. She was like, this is it now. Is everyone happy with it? Rather than being like, fuck the lot of you. This is what you're going to get. And I just kind of was like, commit to your decision. If you're going yeah. to be a bad bitch, mm-hmm. be a bad bitch. Yeah. Could you imagine if Ahura, like God, God rest her soul now, our dearly beloved Ahura, <laughs> like got the chance to do that lineup. You know what I mean? She would just... She 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 would destroy you and then said I I wanted to do it and it's because of personal reasons I just hate you as a person like that's <laughs> yeah. the way a whore would do it like, you know? yeah. <laughs> so yeah I get you I think I think okay do you what do you think of the reaction to the I think the lineup was perfect for sabotage but I think I mean why ask someone to pick a lineup if if there isn't going to be a bit of sabotage in it. Um, but that's it like it, it was interesting because Lauren seems to be taking it really personally when really the person who was doubly did was Tace after yeah. the two of them yeah Lawrence for me Lawrence is my favourite was my favourite I'm I'm kind of like in two minds I can see what's happening with Lawrence 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 has built their persona like around being a funny person same as me and maybe uh because they feel they're not that conventionally attractive, kind of do- like same as myself, and kind of I have the identity okay. of a funny person. And then for me, if there's someone beautiful and who is a funny person as well, I hate that in my head. I'm like, how does that? That's that's an abomination. Like God has, you know, like truly, uh, it really messes with my with my way of thinking. And I think with Lawrence, I think Lawrence is not as funny as Bimini. If I'm being honest. Yeah. And uh, I think Lawrence can see that. And I think Lawrence was looking for any kind of out to get his frustration out about, um, you know, building yourself up as an identity of being funny. If I went on RuPaul's Drag Race as a stand-up comedian, I don't think I'd be as funny as Bimini or Taste. And that would mess with my whole worldview. And I think I would lash out. Uh, you know, poor Ellie <laughs> that's, an, that's an interesting reading of it because yeah that's kind of how I saw it was like everyone is expecting Lawrence to be funny yeah. and he failed the first time and you know I would have thought on a random Tuesday I would have expected Lawrence to be funnier than Bimmy yeah. Yeah. but Bimmy doesn't have the pressure on her shoulders weighing her down whereas I thought isn't Lawrence that sickening? Yeah. isn't that sickening that yeah. I know right <laughs> And it's it's all I think it's all largely pressure that Lawrence is putting on his own shoulders. Yes. Or it's all entirely pressure that Lawrence oh, on yeah. his own shoulders because I think what Lawrence doesn't want to admit is Lawrence is a look queen. Like Lawrence's costumes are amazing. That uh hometown interpretation costume was mm-hmm. just artful. Oh, yeah. Incredible. I thought incredible. Mm. Makeup's great. Like I, I, I think Lawrence is more of an all rounder than a comedy queen. And I yeah. think yeah own it like that's and that's no slagging off i'm saying like incredible queen but yeah. like uh mm. just you know some queens are funnier than they are like uh at doing like taste taste is funnier than yeah like taste looks incredible beautiful looks and everything like that mm. uh 
But um, yeah, I don't. I think Lawrence has thought that like he has to rely on him being funny when his other stuff was great as well. And uh, yeah, own yeah. It. Yeah, and yeah. I think probably even if you think like back to like the Ruru Vision one, that that episode mm. where Lawrence is in the the group with all the sexy people, and kind of got the Roxy Andrews edit of like, oh, you're the you know you're the lump being dragged after us. It it I think from then on, Lawrence has kind of carried this like sense of like almost brittleness about like the thing I'm meant to be really good at, I have to really succeed at it, and then tripping up in the the snatch game. Yeah. has just like undermined this idea that he had about his place in the competition so completely. And you could see it all the way through this, like the, the bubbling anger at Ellie oh. Diamond was all about this kind of like, because I think that if he was really confident in his actual abilities, he wouldn't mind, wouldn't care who he was placed yeah. before, after or against. Because he'd be like, well, I'm going to be really funny in my own slot. So put mm. me wherever you want. Yeah. Um, if and, Lawrence was put in the perfect position, still be safe. Like yeah. that's, that's that's the same outcome, yeah. no matter what. Yeah. Sorry, I totally interrupted you there. No, but... that that's more or less what you're, that's more or less what exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> and... So so who do, who do you think came out worse in from your viewpoint of that interaction, Lawrence or Ellie or Ahora? Lawrence, I'm being uh, Ahora, okay. Ahora, Ahora, come here, Ahora. Like I come from a council estate. Ahura to me was just like the mad one on the estate who just says they'll cut you for no good reason. Like Ahura (laughs) takes it to 90. Pretty. If you don't return her Tupperware to her, she goes to burn out your house. Like that's what Ahura is like to me. And like Ahura, incredible looks and everything like that. It's, I mean, this is, this is why I love Drag Race is because there's a lot, and to say damaged people is a wrong word, but there's a lot of, there's a lot of hurt, you know? And there's a lot mm. of like um, low self-esteem, and no matter you could you could say to the, winning RuPaul's Drag Race as well, I think won't give them the self-esteem they need either. I and I know that sounds um, fucked up, and that's why I love watching it. Is I've shit self-esteem, and I watch Lawrence go, oh Lawrence, well, like I've nearly fucked up my career with jealousy and hatred. Do you know myself? Like yeah, being okay. a stand-up. And I was going, Lawrence, don't do it. Don't bitch. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And like to see, <laughs> to see Lawrence do the exact same thing I did eight years ago. Do you know? It's like <laughs> where you take something overly personal and uh, destroy, burn all bridges. But um, I mean, did you, I think it's probably going to be brought into the next. I yeah. think the other thing is. Oh, absolutely. I think the queens are afraid you're not giving enough drama when. Because I'd say it's probably hard when you're doing a reality TV show to to think to yourself, is this entertaining? Am I being entertaining? Am I having a moment? And people are just so happy to drag races on. Everyone is having a moment, I think, and everyone is doing so well that I think they've read the room slightly wrong. And I I think this this drama is not going to do anyone well. It's not going to be a moment we remember. I mean... Like, there's not even good lines out of it. It's just Lawrence no. looking aghast. No. Do you know? Yeah. You'd swear that you'd swear that Ellie Diamond had wiped her arse with Lawrence's wig. Like, the way like, <laughs> Lawrence is going on. You'd swear, like, she broke the UN, the Geneva Convention <laughs> instead of, like, doing a lineup. Breaking international law. It's like she wore black with brown, you know? One of those fundamental <laughs> rules you yeah. never break. Um, yeah. I actually, I think. Because I can sort of see, I recognize so strongly where the emotion within Lawrence is coming from, like my own life. Yes. I sort of forgive Lawrence for a lot of it. 
I do think Ellie comes off worst because Ooh. it's like this half-assed sort of like, I'm not going to fully take responsibility for what I'm doing here. I'm not going to like actually own what I'm doing. So I'm going to be like, all like in the like talking heads bit of all like oh yeah I'm coming for the crown bitch I'm gonna get that badge bitch I'm gonna set up all these girls bitch they can all go home I don't care about them but then in the dream it's like are we all okay with this is that okay is everyone and it's like it's yeah like, Lawrence was dead right to be like why are you asking because it doesn't make a difference if we're okay yeah. with it and in that way I completely like I think Lawrence had like an absolutely perfectly good valid point there with that amount of it it's just like don't pretend this is by consensus when it's not by consensus. You've made the decision. Mm. You're doing it that way. Leave it at leave it at that. But then once like the more personal stuff opens up, that's where Lawrence maybe loses a few points. And it's it's not yeah. Even- for me, Ahura in Untucked being like, "I'm so disappointed in you, Ellie. I'm so angry with you." I was like, "Now, Ahura, look. At the end of the day." Those jokes wouldn't have been funny if you were first class in between. If you said it at the side of the jacks, like they just wouldn't have been funny. Yeah. You need to take ownership of your content yeah. and your performance. But like the the thing about it is, is like you'd swear with with the whole like um, it's just a lineup, and like Ellie did the best lineup for her, which is like, mm. what's the point in winning? I mean, there is no point in winning those mini tasks. I feel like those mini tasks are not like set up for they're, failure. Almost, they're not real. <laughs> like you know, yeah. you, I thought who won that? Probably Ahura won the mini task. You know, just because yeah. Ahura was funny. The joke about yeah. Lady Gaga was yeah. like, I don't know who Lady Gaga is. Yes, which is very much straight man vibes. Like I felt, yeah. you know, I was like, <laughs> I've seen that. But um, but like you know, that Ellie did the job that she's supposed to do. A ho- like, and I'm I'm sad that Ahura is gone because she's a better queen and she deserved to be a finalist. My boyfriend is distraught. Like he had to leave the room. He's he's absolutely <laughs> distraught that Ahura is gone. My, my boyfriend, I don't know. Like if you get straight couples, what I've I know a few straight couples that watch Drag Race and the men are they're so into the technical side of drag. They're so into like the look. You know what I mean? Like the runway yeah. counts for almost all of it. I'm like, what do you feck off? That person's a bit of crack. Like why do you want that? Like if, if straight men judged RuPaul's Drag Race, Aquaria would win it all the time. Like yeah. if all the, yeah. you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, we should do a little, little like your spin-off series where like, you know, your boyfriend reviews an episode. Louise McSharry's husband does an episode <laughs> as well. Tony know? Cantwell, Tony Cantwell. Watches RuPaul's Drag. I swear to God, there's oh, there's a there's a big yeah. cabal. There's a market there. Yeah. yeah. Very much so. <laughs> Did you think mm. Alan gave Ellie the right advice with her dirty diamond demonic character? No. Um, I did because I don't know what else Ellie was gonna do. She could have. And that whole okay. um, it was very hard because there was no audience there. I mean that they did a job mm. that like um. Stand-up comedians have had to do for the past year and have lost the will mm. to live doing, which is like doing stand-up to like no audience. I thought the judges were very kind and very good, and really mm-hmm. kept the vibe going. So fair play with the laughter and stuff. But um, I think uh, I laughed, but I laughed at the awkwardness of it. Um, Me too. I wasn't cringing, but there was there was something about like the kind of juxtaposition of like Ellie would say something. 
mad and it felt very surreal and then she changed she looked like i have to say like ellie during the stand-up bit she looked like a girl in offley who was doing her 21st like sitting up there getting her 21st kisses (laughs) and then got possessed by a dick loving demon which you know i've been to tullamore i've seen that we've all been there yeah we've all been there (laughs) (laughs) so yeah like the like like it it was very hard to like I did you t- did you know who the bottom two were, judging by watching the, mm-hmm. the... no I I, got, I, I thought it was e- Ellie and Ahura. That's what I thought it was going to be and with Ahura. Like because they bleeped out so much of what Ahura was saying. Ahura sounded like you know the warning whistle you hear on the HSS before it sinks. Like you get that kind of like if you hear five whistles, that means the boat is sinking. Please go to exit E. Like literally sounded like a boat was sinking. And like uh, I think Ahura really threw her gran under the bus as well. Like when the judges, were, she was basically like, my my gran is a big dirty mouth, like a filthy woman. Like a bit. <laughs> I mean, you create con- content for the BBC. Yes. What are you not allowed to say? Genuinely, what you're not allowed to say is, uh, would I say it here and you can bleep it or whatever? Yeah, BB- yeah that's fine. Cunt and motherfucker <laughs> are the only two words you're not allowed to say. And you're also, because oh. I present the Wheel of Misfortune, um, mm-hmm. like there's so many good voice notes that we get, but because they're recognisable, like, and someone maybe could recognise themselves and sue. Like, uh, so you can't really like, do much libel or motherfucking yeah. or cunt. <laughs> <laughs> but the rest is gravy. You're all good. Like so I was thinking yeah, I was, tra- was she like there's a uh, motherfucker stuck in her cunt? I was trying to think of yeah. what was being believed. <laughs> yeah, what were those yeah I was words? trying to figure yeah. that out as well. I was completely confused by it. <laughs> it was three different yeah. whistles. So I'm presuming two things up an orifice or something like that. What were we thinking? <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Let's say Let, let's take Beth. Yeah. <laughs> what was up? Or Horror's Nan's cunt. A cunting motherfucking cunt. <laughs> <laughs> maybe it's like libel about Prince Andrew or something like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh maybe. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean I mean it must be tough with no experience. Yes. We'd go up there and yeah. go for the shock value. That's an easy, easy attempt to do, right? But yeah, it didn't I, stand yeah, up. Yeah, and I've I'm, I mean it is a horror's humour. Do you know when she kinda did a roast mm. on taste or she read taste and she like I think she said like the last time I've seen oh, you yeah. you had your mouth open and you know and me and my Catholic ways, I was like, Well I'm not you know, ex Catholic, but the residual is in me. It's like uh, mm. it's like uh, gonorrhea, it never quite goes, you know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, the rosary beads may be gone, but the guilt stays yes, there. Exactly. You can use the rosary beads for other things, but the guilt is still there. <laughs> but <laughs> but uh, you know, so like that is a horror's vibe. I like I just think like she just wasn't confident enough of it either. I think she knew mm. She was a bit filthy, yeah. but I feel that she pro- like probably felt. I think she probably felt her look was going to save her, on yeah. the, you know, on the on the catwalk. Possibly. Um, I I just yeah. I got kind of confused by all of them because there was like no silence, and then in that way there was like you're watching Drag Race, and I think watching it such a long net time now, you're kind of used to the producer sort of telling you. This is the one you laugh at. This is the one that's flat. And these are the ones that are... So because there was no like laugh track, I, I found it really hard to read because like you're showing Rue mm. and Michelle laughing at all of them. Yes. And then they were showing some like awkward grimacing for all of them. And then like they had like... There was one bit where like Bimini had had like a solid five seconds of kind of awkward silence in her routine. And then it cut to Ahura being like, she is tearing it up. And I was like... Yes! 
saw that. <laughs> it's like not based on what I've just seen. Yes. <laughs> it was, I was like, if you see, if you see a, a Michelle Visage adjust her glasses during your stand up, you're fucked. <laughs> Like yeah. you're gone. That is not going good. Like, no. uh, but um, yeah, it was. But Bimini was 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 really really strong. Mm-hmm. My only critique, as if I have anything to critique on comedy, is I would have loved if the third beat of "Not a Joke, Just a Fact" was actually not a fact, just a joke, yes. or something like, or she twisted it around. You know, you've got a comedic I just mind, thought that would have been Keith. funnier. That is. <laughs> <laughs> But I still thought she was great. Yeah. No, no, Don't no. That, that is genuine. I was like, oh my god, yes. I was like, advice, please, Keith. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Now Bimini for me was, I I think a very similar to you. I wasn't because I I had big ex- expectations for Bimini, um, that when I was watching it, I felt nervous. But that's only because of my very very high expectations. But it's not that she like didn't reach them. I was just. Yeah, it's just it's stand up is so hard, yeah. and the, they, yeah. oh, they all did really great. Actually, they no one really died on their whole hole. You know, no, no. You know, they were they were laughing at a horror. I have to say yeah. that. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I, the the weird sort of drag golem bit that Ellie did, I laughed a bit at some. Like I thought at the first time it was quite funny, but I got so distracting during her pre- thing by the fact that she was so out of breath the entire time and I know that because I've been that person when I've been giving presentations and I'm rushing through what I'm going to say because I've been trying to fit too much in mm-hmm. and then suddenly you haven't breathed in about like 40 seconds and you have to do a big wheeze out into the microphone and yeah. it's just like I, I just was so caught up and distracted by that Um, but yeah I, I don't think I found I thought she had a clever idea with the whole like double dick diamond thing but I wasn't like oh, Ellie. mad about it yeah, mm. I, I oh by the way, this is one thing about a Horace set. I felt like it was uh, the most X-rated TED talk I've ever seen in my life. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. She was. <laughs> it was just <laughs> like, like a TED talk based in hell. That's what yeah. Because <laughs> I was surprised when she was beeped again. Because I was like, okay, she was beeped. Are they? Is she not going to tell that joke? And then I heard her lead up to the joke, and I was like, Where, "Did they just bleep it before so that we get the impact now?" I think so. Yeah, that was when an she was double choice. bleeped, I was surprised. That was definitely okay. an editing choice. I, I probably like when they were bleeping as well. When we're talking about it, I, I don't think it's the C or the M F word. It was probably some sort of bodily function. It's like something <laughs> really. <laughs> Lawrence's. Uh, set was kind of real sort of personal anecdotal mm-hmm. and I thought it was going to be strong and yeah it did take a while to get to the the jokes but I still thought it was strong yeah you see like you see I know I've, I feel like maybe I've been hard on Lawrence but like Lawrence's stand up would be like the stand up that I would do I couldn't do what the rest of them were doing I would probably you know uh, there was self deprecating as well at the start which uh, it's not that I used to do that a lot as a stand-up uh, before do a lot of self-deprecating jokes because I felt like it needed to be addressed before mm. I, I mean um, and when 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 Lawrence did it I, I just have such a lot of fa- faith in Lawrence and I think Lawrence is great that I was almost going like you don't have to you don't have to point out that you're fat Lawrence you can just mm-hmm. be a person mm. and I thought the personal stuff at the end it did take a while, but it was different as well from what everyone else was offering. Yeah. Like, yeah. 
yeah. So it was good. It was a good. It was a good road to go down. But it was safe. Like I don't. I do think. Yeah. Like oh, absolutely. If you're if you're in a, yeah. a comedy competition with Bimini and taste and everyone else, like you know, I think I think you'd be happy to be safe. And I think Lawrence did a great job in yeah. that way. Yeah. Absolutely. No, definitely. Let's talk about taste because I was really pleasantly surprised with taste. Like there seemed to be really good beats there, yeah. and. Not only did I find it funny, I also loved somebody who shares my passion for beans on toast. Yes, wasn't that <laughs> wonderful? Although, although, can we please address the uh, as as Lawrence said about himself, like uh, the elephant in the room, uh, ketchup. What was that? I about? know. I heard that and I was like, "What? Where are you putting ketchup? Where I, is it going?" I was more disgusted uh, about taste talking about ketchup with her beans on toast than whatever horror was talking about and her gran. <laughs> like, I was just sickened. We're sex positive here. <laughs> Grannies can have as like, much sex as they want, but don't you dare BBC defile to be. beans on toast. Exactly. That's yeah. what the BBC needs to be beeping out. Yes! <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's probably what a horror that was. Beans on toast and ketchup. Beep, beep, beep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I was I re, I mean I wasn't surprised. I was kind of like uh because of the way taste gives incredible talking heads. I mean, what was it? Mm. The gumption oh what, what was it? Oh, the gumption is the last one. The Go the on. gall, the nerve, the neck. No. Oh, well it just And the gumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's a bit too long to be a proper uh catchphrase, but it was inc- incredible and I Tasteless timing has always been very good. Um, yeah, I was, I was, yeah, I, it was good. Oh, I have it here. I have it here. Oh, the cheek, the nerve, the gall, the audacity, and the gumption. I need it on a t-shirt. I need it on. Yeah, it we, is. It's like, it would. It would. Drycreenmerch.com will sort you right out. I can almost. Yeah. I can almost <laughs> <Red> guarantee. <laughs> <laughs> Although, like with that long affecting catchphrase, it'll probably be addressed. Like you know, it's a very, <laughs> very long catchphrase. Um, but like, uh, yeah, taste was great. They were all good. No one really, no one really died in their hole. I feel bad for Ahura. Um, it's kind of funny how she got punished. Actually, thinking about it now, she got punished for going really, really dirty. When sometimes I, I think it was just a bit too much, wasn't it? It was a bit too much yeah. dirt. Okay, I get yeah. it now. Sorry, it's and like when someone does a bit of dirty talk at the start. You're like, I like this, and then they just get possessed, and you're like, Oh God, I need to, <laughs> you know, get sectioned or something like that. Yeah. You're like, it's like yeah. God, my my levels of sincerity won't allow me participate in this fantasy you're developing. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I felt that. I felt that. <laughs> Are <laughs> yeah. you gonna take Adam away from that? Take that today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually think the best joke of the whole night was um, when Rue was like, "Put your hands up if you're a fan of Michelle Visage oh, to yes. all like the plastic dolls." <laughs> yeah. That was great. That was like I would have liked to see more of that from the queens to really you know work the ru- the work the lack of room that they had or something would have been fun. Yeah, I do sort of wish that they'd put like a little bit of a, a laugh track underneath this. Like they could have made mm. it. A, they could have made a joke out of it. Mm-hmm. And like, just I think that there was so much silence underneath the whole thing. And it did make me feel really sorry for them because I'm assuming that that's a huge room that they're in. And they're like, you know, four drag queens sitting over here, four judges sitting like six foot over that way. Mm-hmm. And then probably like three or four people holding booms and mics yeah. in this cavern. And I'm like, the like the awkwardness of that to like be able to get by it. 
Um, yeah. It really shows, shows an impressive perform- level of performance for all of them. I don't know many actual stand-up comedians that could do well in those situations. So I was mm-hmm. just... It's very hard to judge something when you were just impressed that they did it. Do you know, like... When, yeah. when you're when you're even picking you're trying to you're you're there's a hair's breadth between them all and uh especially i would have cried i i seriously i had i had been a ptsd watching watching that like it was just <laughs> and uh the inflatable dolls my friend hannah mamelis she's a stand-up comedian mm-hmm. she did a show yeah. with all of the like those infl- exact same inflatable dolls so it made me think of her like it was just, <laughs> <laughs> just... <laughs> As regular listeners to the show will know, Sissy Step Pod is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, where people can subscribe to a premium feed of content which supports the show, supports the network, in exchange for some bonus content. But not just that, we actually have a live show coming up for the finale of Drag Race UK, um, and we are inviting everyone, not just premium content subscribers, but everyone along to watch us record an episode with a guest in person over zoom uh well in person yeah, over in zoom, person over zoom. <laughs> uh, after the finale yeah 18th of march get yourself on to our instagram go to the link in our bio <laughs> and you can just fill in a little form there so that we can send you along a zoom link on the night you'll be able to pop in you can send us a little question yep. tell us who you think is funnier we might have a few little polls throughout the night uh, it'll be great yeah crap. share your thoughts on the uh, looks you know who you think because at that point we'll have a winner will you be happy with the winner will you not be happy with the winner we can all we can sound off not just in the comments but in the zoom sound off in the zoom absolutely yeah so and if you're not we won't be putting the Q&A into the actual podcast so if you're not there you'll miss out on all the wonderful Q. oh my god all, all the, the wonderful tea. cues that we A uh, <laughs> the guest that we have lined up for the finale is Sean from the podcast Unflopped if you're unfamiliar with Unflopped it's a podcast that you know resurrects some of Pop's forgotten gems and gives them their rightful time in the sun so we'll be going through some of the sh- songs from the RuPaul dynasty and you know critiquing them and wondering whether they deserve their their, mm-hmm. their time in pop well, world a, re, a rebirth whether they deserve a rebirth yes. now into into this new world which and i think that the, my choices certainly okay. do i don't know about yours <laughs> i can't remember but mine certainly do and i think that that ties quite nicely into another wonderful episode or another wonderful podcast that joins us on the headstuff network that also talks to forgotten gems and rarities and 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 little curiosities mm, absolutely fascinated it's by Garode farrelly this week he has a queen who has never been forgotten around these shores samantha mumba is a- and we gotta tell you you yeah. love her <laughs> we always come back late. to body loving to her yeah <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, if you love (laughs) obscure pop music, if you love pop music from years gone by and you want to find out, you know, the inner workings of the music industry and how people get dropped from their label, all this sort of stuff, Fascinated is the podcast for you. And here's a wee clip of that podcast. I'm Geroad Farrelly and I'm the host of Fascinated. Have you ever wondered about the pop bands you liked as a teenager? What went on behind the scenes? We had played this like grand prank. It sounds terrible, but I'm just so relieved it's over. And then they had this like great idea of getting another girl in who looked like Heavenly. What did they do afterwards? And all of a sudden you're like, that's the end of that. It was all blowing up and it all kind of just unraveled. And I thought it would last forever and it didn't. Check out Fascinated with me, Gerald Farrelly on the Headstuff Podcast Network.
Let's jump on to the runway. Category yes. was stoned on the runway. Uh, first up was Ahora with her sort of, I noticed her snake bodice and she had the had the drip. I thought she looked good, but we've seen her look better. Yes, I agree with you. I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Ahora's just had such a high standard before. And I feel like the, the drip thing... Has it been done slightly too many times, the, the drip yeah. on a wheel? Yeah. Like if, and I didn't get its relation to the, the theme. Was there supposed to be like, is, is that how she thinks people smoke weed? By drip? <laughs> <laughs> after after a rager in Amsterdam. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I sort of, I do think that, that drip on wheels thing, like I think, Violet Chachki did that the best that it'll ever be done mm-hmm. and like there's there are certain things in Drag Race that probably just need to be stopped now and I do think that's one of them because it's never going to live up to the the vision that you have when it comes out mm-hmm. yeah. but and the re- it, it also sort of distracted from the rest of her look because the rest of her look was sort of fabulous was just oh, she's completely fabulous so beautiful so cute like yeah yeah like yeah. a gorgeous chandelier Ellie Diamond was up next and I actually think this is probably one of my favourite looks from Ellie I think the white just really really suited her I didn't get like if I had looked at that in isolation I would have been like oh that's a stones challenge I actually got more fur she looked like a vajazzled Highland Terrier and I mean that in the nicest way (laughs) (laughs) she looked gorgeous queen of the furries she looked beautiful there was like <laughs> there's a, she, she looked like a cross between crufts and toddlers and tiaras she was just so <laughs> cute so furry a lot of analogies on ellie diamond's look <laughs> you may notice i've, but it, I've written some down <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> i am kind of getting a bit fed up with the sort of skirt with the high boots look that she kind of gives repeatedly that is kind of mm-hmm. her look yeah yeah i wouldn't mind maybe a gown Ooh. touches the floor but um yeah i did think it was nice yeah she's yeah. very tall though that would be a lot of material if she had to have a gown that touches she the floor. is very tall and actually didn't bimini look like a sort of you a know smurf. someone who's oh vertically God. challenged between <laughs> you know lawrence and ellie yes like yeah bimini looked like me I, I, I'm from yeah. a very short family, you know, like <laughs> once, <laughs> uh, once someone was stoned around my family, they're like a friend of mine and they said that we were honestly like leprechauns and I couldn't disagree <laughs> as much. we're Irish and we're sneaky as well, you know, I was trying to trick, I was yeah. trying to trick. And you hide all your gold. Oh, yeah. absolutely, and curses. Run at rainbows. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> On the topic of Bimini, didn't she look stunning with her little oh my laser? And her, you know, fantastic. When I saw that look, I knew that we were clearing a space on the sill for another badge. Oh, <laughs> <Clearer>. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was going to say clear a sill, but I don't know if like anyone like ever calls a windowsill a sill, or indeed if you um, <laughs> would store a badge on one. Who knows? Anyway, I tried. I'm, I'm still. I wrote some material. That. That, that was yeah. the funniest joke of my night tonight when I've watched RuPaul. <laughs> that was... Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> and on that I mean, note, that's overshadowed her run. Right key <laughs> noting, edit out. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, like Bimini for me is incredible because there's glamour. <clears throat> And she's not afraid to be disgusting and not afraid to be out there. And I really love yeah. that in The Queen. I think, 
just by today, I think maybe Bimini's pipping Lawrence for me to be the queen I want to win now. I mean, Lawrence can win it back. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna discount someone because they've shown a bit of vulnerability. But um, mm, like mm-hmm. bit like tonight finishing it off, I thought like Bimini maybe all round should win RuPaul's Drag Race. Yeah, she's like a yeah, it's funny. Cheryl I actually, Hall. she's like yeah, <laughs> she's like Cheryl Hall. If like if the hole is an orifice in your face, like just disgusting, <laughs> and I love it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually agree. Bimini has jumped from number two to number one for me. Completely. Whereas yeah. Tace, Tace was my favorite mm-hmm. and I want her to win. I mean, I would still love her to win and I still, I'm just like, you know, in awe of her. Yeah. But I just don't think she's had the right momentum to go and take it at this point. She's still got time. That's the cool thing about this stage of RuPaul is like, maybe the, the last time, the last UK Drag Race the, the series, uh, I, I think I was a Davina de Campo stan for a long time in the run-up mm. to that and it really is now is where everything you know you concrete your kind of opinion and uh yeah i'm, I'm excited but i feel like the next episode will help me decide in my heart who i want to win yeah yeah. Okay. yeah i do i feel as well like the next episode is almost a top three in my mind mm. like i think we're, we're getting just because i i don't know i, I was so sad because i felt like that top four was so established yes with i, I thought a horror for me was going to be a finalist i'm shocked yeah, I'm sure. the United King dolls were the top four. Yeah, yeah. plain and simple. Yeah, hundred percent. The winner circle. <laughs> um, let Let's talk about Lawrence's runaway look. I was getting very Lady Gaga stupid love. Um, I think it was like the most accentuated he's possibly ever looked, but it was great. It was real mm. sort of Teletubby territory. Absolutely. Do you know what I wrote down? Uh, an anamorphi. Uh, sorry, there. Wait, there. A lot of a lot of words here. <coughs> An anamorphized Himalayan salt lamp. That's what. Oh my god! To me, I literally I wrote geode slash salt lamp ah! in my notes here. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad I got in first. I felt like it was on the tip yeah. of our tongues. <laughs> in this scenario, Alison is the Bimini and James, unfortunately, are the lion. I cannot believe. <laughs> I cannot believe you put you put us in this running order, Keen. I cannot believe. Yeah, I've done an Ellie Diamond on it. Accept it, bitch. That's like. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yes, uh, <laughs> or like, and it was suitably stoned. Things. Yeah, it was suitably stoned for the for the runway. Is all I was going to say. Oh, it was mm. great. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Tace, I don't think has ever looked better than this. I just thought that off silver hair on her like glittering skin mm-hmm. tone was just fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it was it was incredible. Um, I I think like Tace's face is just. I think Tace has got the best face. Like, just yes. so mm. beautiful. Um, I wrote down here... I, I'm, do you know... I wrote down... I wanted, like, a different shape with that material that was being used. I felt like some of it was slightly... Like, the draping of it, even though it's a very hard material, I felt, I felt like it was... I mean, I'm just... I'm really clawing at... Like, I'm clawing for something here. But I what I wrote down... And I don't know if I'm right or not. Maybe I'll have to look back at it. But I, I just thought maybe the, the, the pieces weren't quite in the right place. But I don't know. I don't know. Mm. Now that you said yeah, she's actually, beautiful, I'm Yeah, there was a I'm part on the myself. arm that looked like it was like peeling down or something. Like, I, I understand what you're saying. Mm. 
Mm. And the back. But I think they should. Uh, when when she was doing the lip sync, I was like, "Taste, don't turn around." Like, oh no, tight. no, see that that for me was the kind of it was like the same as last week where it was kind of just like the weird Brillo G string kind of like that was all <laughs> you were getting. It's like put something cover cover up your bottom half with something. Just, yeah, just you, for mm. once. Taste is walking around like Winnie the Pooh. Like, get some trousers <laughs> on. Get some dinner. <laughs> 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 we actually had a really nice moment with Tace when in the mirror, which actually made me worry she was going home when she was talking about not feeling attractive mm. and having, you know, having had her confidence knocked after contracting two STIs. Oh, come here. Like that, that sounded like a bad weekend. I was like, Tace, you got to have more darkness than this, babes. Like, you know, <laughs> there's nothing a bit of antibiotics I, will fix. Like, you're great. Uh, yeah. I'm just all I'm going to say in this post it's a sin world is when that conversation started I thought it was going to end in a different location yeah in me terms too. of what she revealed to have, have contracted and I'm going to say that I too have contracted both of those STIs have been successfully cured for them and have gone out to ride again so taste <laughs> Sally Ford <laughs> So James, it's a short fine. course of antibiotics. That's all you need. <laughs> but her confidence was not. That was the that was the crux of the you know, story. I think I think Tace needs to get a bit of Christy Moore into her life and listen to a bit more of Ride On. You know. Just... Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, I, I enjoyed it, obviously, <laughs> James. You not so much. You're like, come on, girl. We've all had those two. Oh, yeah. Unless it's one of the big five we don't want to hear. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, Don French was a terrific guest judge, though. Oh, I, she was. Uh, I absolutely loved her. Don was serving, like, Don, Don very much loved Lawrence Cheney. And, like, I feel... I feel as a fat girl, like you always, you always root for the fat person on the thing. And I was like, Lawrence, you're giving, I mean, like, Don, you're giving very big me vibes if I was on RuPaul's Drag Race. Like, you know, Darian Lake, Eureka, all of them. We'd be like, you're doing great, love. You're doing absolutely great. Like, she was really giving the compliments to Lawrence. She was really filling her in there, you know? Yeah, she absolutely was. But she was also like, I mean, she was also right, because I think that, Lawrence is the most natural host and the most natural yeah. comedian. And you could really see, like, if you were at, like, kind of a, an awkward outdoor brunch over the summer. That Which Lawrence I will be, babes. Feel- that is my plan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> June 21st, you'll be back in the clubs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you I- know that Lawrence could make it feel like a, a, a nice event, whereas maybe some of the other ones would struggle. I think a horror would struggle. I think someone would call the police. <laughs> yeah. I think, like... <laughs> <laughs> so the bottom two are taste and a horror in the lip sync and i let out a oh when i heard ellie was safe i just did not see it going that way yeah. with taste's runway with taste's critique i was like taste babes is is low but safe i i honestly when when i heard when i heard ellie was safe i was like Ohora has to go or Ellie is going to get killed. Like, I felt like, I felt yeah. like, I felt very afraid for Ellie's safety. Uh, like, if, yeah. if Ohora got saved. And I love Ohora, but like, I was like, you know, um, I don't know. Like, I, I did, I did feel, I, we have to lose good people at this stage, though. 
Yeah. Like, we do. I thought there'd be a double Shantae, to be honest, because I was like, four people in the final, sure, that's what there is in the US to be grand. Yeah. No. Yeah, actually, yeah. I'm kind of, well, yeah, I need, I need taste in as long as there's, um, taste needs to be given all of the talking heads. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think I could face yeah. a RuPaul's Drag Race UK without taste doing a talking head. Like, because yeah, yeah, to be absolutely. honest with you, I love Lawrence, but Lawrence with, with the, with the talking heads is just looking shocked all the time and just going oh, like that, you know, like that's the kind of reaction I get from Lawrence. Like, and I, I need some, I need some, you know, I need words. I don't yeah. need eyebrows. Yeah, yeah no, I, I do think that taste is absolutely by far the best of the talking heads. Like just completely everything from body language to turn a phrase has it all. Mm-hmm. Um, And also a horror was really strong, but the other the other ones are a bit more lackluster. I think, and you mi- you really miss that if you don't have a good narrator for the season. Yeah. Totally. Absolutely. It can make or break a season for me, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah definitely. The interesting song is Dusty Springfield's You Don't Have to Say You Love Me, which is a bit of a banger. Yeah. Um, and Tace, again, just knocked out of the park. Like, she did noticeably win over Ahura. Yeah. But I kind of just thought the reaction on the judges and the emotion and the narrative of those two being former lovers, now friends, you know, if there was to be a double Shantae this season, it probably would have been that one. Yeah, mm. it was... Um, yeah. You have to give it in your face for an emotional song. You can't run about the place. I know there wasn't that much running. Like, it was kind of... They kind of held it back and that was good. Um, But, like, for me, the best person at um lip syncing to slow songs is Latrice Royale and I don't think anyone's ever beaten her in regards to giving no. face and to mm. the, you know to, to, to that kind of jaw wobble almost like your your emotions and stuff and uh, um yeah I, I don't know I, I liked it I mean it's a classic song what but um yeah it was kind of it was kind of um it was kind of hard to watch because I was kind of sad that one of them were going anyway. Yeah. So yeah. the song kind of really hit my mood. Yeah. Yeah. As, as Ellie Diamond had said earlier in the episode, yikes and bikes. I, I wasn't <laughs> expecting the two of them in the bottom. And then I kind of didn't even really watch the lip sync in a weird way because I was just so like, I was just trying to recalculate. I was like, I didn't see this happening. I didn't figure that this was, how did that? But yeah. Um, you were in a yeah, sense I, of mourning. I, you were, you were I was. already grieving. I, had, I, had, I was already grieving, exactly. I'd, I'd gone downstairs to get a candle for the window. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's funny because, you know, we, we talk a lot about the narrative that the show feeds us and the trajectory of the queens are going. And it felt like her trajectory was cut short. It was like, she's a villain. She's bad. Oh, she has this redemption. Oh, she's nice. And now she's winning challenges. And then she's gone. It just doesn't, it just doesn't, it feels a bit jarring. It's unfair. It's unfair. And if there was an All-Stars, she'd probably, Absolutely. she'd probably win All-Stars if there's a UK All-Stars. Like she'd have a bit of growth. You know what I mean? She yeah. has the looks. Mm. I, I do think, and I've seen it said on Twitter and stuff. I don't know what the financial situation of the Queens is like, but it does feel like a very hard competition if you're in any way uh, not rich. I'm not accusing any of them of being rich, but it just... I feel like with all stars, you're you're giving the queens the chance to like make the money at the personal appearances and then spend it on outfits and stuff. And I think Ahura yeah. is already there. Like I think she'll do very yeah. well. She's yeah, like a no Trinity yeah. Tuck to me. Like she's just very high quality. Yeah, yeah. definitely. You could see her also That's translating well to an American audience. Like I think that she would do well 
on even an American or international All Stars. Yeah. Um, yes. Yeah. Definitely. They need a fun. villain. They need a villain. They do, and she would give you she would give you like Fifi O'Hara, but like refined Fifi O'Hara. I'd be very there for it. Yeah, she'd give you Fifi O'Hara without you worrying for Fifi O'Hara. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm yeah. like. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm She's like, able to handle a knife. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it's not my first knife fight, you know. It's <laughs> <laughs> well, Alison, thank you so much for joining me. Oh. Uh, and me, me as well. Just me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to speak for James. Um, James is like the comedian. The wheel of misfortune. Yeah. Blending <laughs> <laughs> in. Yeah. The wheel of misfortune is going from strength to strength. Tell people where they can find it. And you know you're doing something good when you're pissing off the Daily Mail. Oh, right? look, genuinely, I was that, that was the best thing I ever achieved last year, was getting a Tory <laughs> MP to talk about a podcast that mentions felching all the time. Like, I just love that. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much, guys. Um, I'm going to go and watch this Twilight. And um, I love the podcast. You're so funny. And it's been an honor to be on. And thank you so much. You don't have to tell me, Kian. How disappointed you were with tonight's yeah it just doesn't do you feel it's a foregone conclusion now going into the top top four that we're getting a top that it's top three plus ellie well yes yeah i think that's a foregone c- conclusion um, and i think tace won't win it after this uh, i just don't think she's had the momentum but I, bet- yeah. it's it's between lawrence and bimini and it's close I think that Bimini stars rising. Yeah, like I think that Bimini she's peaking at the is, right time. Is, is is somewhat unstoppable. Absolutely, and I think that Lawrence needs to. L- Lawrence needs a serious moment next week of getting out of her own way and out of her own head, because the last couple of weeks she's been her own worst enemy and her own stumbling block. Um, but I do think it's kind of between the two of them. I I think that Tace has been in the bottom and has had too much of a rough run to to win and for it to feel fair mm. um but yeah definitely it is interesting though how someone with such a bad track record is seen still seen as such like an absolute contender yeah. whereas like sister sister from last week or even ellie diamond who's had like a stronger track record is kind of like written off but anyway we won't get mm. into that no it is like it is funny just their presentation and and the trust they build with you as a viewer and a drag fan you know so yeah i think it yeah. is it is interesting you said lawrence might have to get out of his own way well maybe he'll have to get out of my pub next week because it's an eastenders acting challenge which will be fun like this is the sort of content we want from drag race uk it absolutely is you're even an eastenders in the one year i think that is i mean I mean, I would prefer a Kari one, but that's okay. Each to their own. Each to their own. (laughs) (laughs) Well, join us back here next week and join us back here on Monday when we're discussing Snatch Game US, which is bound to be a delicious episode where lots of of things sink our teeth into. So we'll chat to you Mm. then. Have a lovely weekend. See you. Love you. Bye. Bye. This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com.